morning. Thank you for starting your week out with us here at the Escavelio Show. Thank you for subscribing, downloading, sideloading, whatever it is you do to get to where we are. Thank you. The Escavelio Show is recorded on a Surface Pro, a machine that I just love. The website, I love the website too. RyanMichaelEsquivel.com Don't forget about Audible.com and all, I got a list of books that I like to read on the website. Get two free books for signing up. Go check it out. This week's guest is, it's my own mom, that's right. The one who created the original creator. Say hello to my mom, Lori Esquivel. Say hello, Lori. Hello. How are you there? Yep. Can you hear me? Hold on. No, you're kind of distant. But that's okay. We're we're going with it. Can you hear me better now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. A little bit better. Should I turn it up, Ryan? Yeah, turn it up. That's okay. Don't worry. We got plenty of time here on the Escavelio show. While we're working out um, those technical difficulties, go ahead. Just uh. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, don't worry. You're fine. Welcome to the show. How does it feel? No, we don't edit here and we just keep going. Yep, that sounds good. Sounds just like life. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, that's my kids in the background for everybody who's listening. No, nope, we're just going to go with it. Don't worry. But special episode number five. I can't believe we got five episodes in the books, if you think about it. So what do you think? Have you listened to my other four podcasts? Ah, oh, how could you come on? Beat? I'm kidding. We can give, I can give the mother of the podcast a little bit of leeway. Nothing is perfect. Really, Just start. I really appreciate that. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, mom. You know, I appreciate you giving me life and all that other good stuff. But these podcasts are not really about me. Like I said on the phone. These are about you. Are you ready to let the world know who you are? As in for always, I have five questions for my guest. Just five. Number one, tell us a little bit about yourself. I live a pretty normal life like everyone else. With the exception of knowing who I am, I'm just like everyone else. I have children. I have things that I love, things that inspire me. I focus a lot on my inner self, and from that, I build my life. Okay, let's talk about where you're from, because nobody knows where you're from except me. Where are you from? Brooklyn, New York. I was born in Brooklyn, New York. But that's a, you know that's a loaded question. I'm from the same place everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you're from the same place, but this is a family show. Let's let's keep it G-rated. Okay, where you grew? Where did you grow up? Oh, we're getting tr up. we're trying to get to know Lori Esquivel. And trust me, that's a little strange coming from me. You know, I know you as mom. It's such a loaded question for me because. Well, you're human, aren't you? I am human, and I understand that you're asking me 
where I was born, and I was born in Brooklyn, New York. And because of the life that I lived, I didn't grow up in one place. And so when you ask me, where are you from? I would have to go through 39 of the 50 states to tell you where I was from. Because I moved around so much, and there were so many different people that influenced my life, it's impossible for me to actually answer that question. Well, because you can... I'm a, an accumulation of all those places and all those people, many, 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 which were strangers, that I don't even remember their names. You don't remember them. Well, that's okay. I forget things all the time. I don't forget where I'm listening to the Oscarelio show. What I'm trying to get at is to show some love from the people you're growing up with. The places. The things. We're trying to connect with the audience. So. Look, everybody. Look, everybody. My mom is a sweet lady. She really is. But up until, I don't know, about six, seven months ago, she came at me with all this law of attraction and universe and stuff. And I would have never even, it's all a bunch of hooey to me. But now that I'm living it, it means a whole lot different because I can look back and see where I've come from and see where I'm going. Do you kind of get where the question's coming from, Mom? I do. I understand the question. It isn't that I don't understand the question. I'm not, I don't have anything but appreciation for all the places that I've been, all the experiences that I've lived, and I can only communicate that not person by person or place by place because no one single thing made me who I am today. And today is what is important. Right now is what is important to me. It's what I value the most. And so to go back over my path, I can only say that there were many, many, many faces, many, many acts of kindness, many, many acts of love and generosity. And those are the things that I remember. And those are the things that I appreciate and I take forward in my life. That's the best way that I can answer that. Well, that's a, that's, that's a good answer. <laughs> the thing that I do want to say is that it was the accumulation of all those things that made me who I am. So it wasn't one thing, one act of kindness, one act of love, one act of, Not of God. I mean, it's just the accumulation. It's the constant, constant commitment to seeing the best and reveling in that best. But that wasn't always the case now, was it? No, it was not. No, no, no. Now, so we... there was a time sure. when I forgot who I was. And even for that, I have great appreciation. Because though I knew who I was before, so my life was good and things went well for me, it was more of something I was born with. 
and something that I was actually consciously aware of or consciously doing on purpose. And once I lost that by focusing on something negative, it was a long road home. It was a long road back. But I'm back. Well, was it really that long, though? If you think about it. Now, I'm 40 years old. I just turned 40. Now, and do the math. My mom's 16 years older than me. Do the math. Anybody? Anybody? My mom's, what, 54? 57. 57 years young. That's right. She's young. Now, if you're 57 person can go back and talk to your 25-year-old, which wasn't that long ago. What would you tell that that 25-year-old? Well, you want to know something interesting, Ryan? Sure. Before I went to bed last night, I was listening to an interview. Should have been listening to my podcast, but it's okay. I'll let you off the hook. Okay, thanks, son. So, I was listening to the interview, and the last question that the interviewer asked the guy was if you could go back and tell your 25-year-old self something, what would it be? Okay, great minds don't do think alike. They do, because and this man was very successful. This, actually, it was from another country. And if I could go back and tell my 25-year-old self something, it would be never, ever, under any circumstances, for any reason, forget who you really are. Go over and check out Audible.com. There's a link on the website. Some of my favorite books are on audiobooks. Take a listen. Audible.com. You get two free books. There's a, go check it out on the website. Enjoy that link. Now back to the show. And if anyone or anything does not uphold the greatness that you are, walk away from them regardless of who they are, and do not think upon whatever they have said. Know who you are every single second of your life. Well, I think Shakespeare said it, said it best. To, to thy own self be true. I think that's what you're trying to get at. Because like in all things in context of history, we can't change history, can we? So we got to put things in context. And things like that nature. But we're going to take that answer and we're going to move right along. Because I promised my mom 30 minutes of my time. And I know, you know, that's hard to do in this busy life. We just live for ourselves. Okay, let's move right along. What is your greatest personal accomplishment? Knowing who I am. Okay. Now, is that a tough road? For me, I had four children, and knowing who they were kept me on track for knowing who I was. I was blessed with four wonderful, amazing children. Uh, I can't let you off the hook there. Now, this is all about you. This isn't about your children. Can't let you off the hook with that one. I can't let you off the hook, Mom. Your okay. greatest personal accomplishment is having babies? My greatest personal accomplishment 
is knowing who I am. But they were the catalyst for that. It was knowing who they were, seeing their greatness allowed me to reach for more. And because I wanted, my truest desire was to be the best for them. And it was my love for them that actually spurred me into more and evolving into more. Whether it was edu through educating myself, whether it was through loving myself, them and myself, or for seeing the role that I played in their lives. So I would have to say, beyond any shadow of a doubt, my children were the catalyst that allowed me to maintain my focus on who I really was. And who are you? See, people, that's, a, that's, that's the greatest uh, million-dollar question. Who am I? I am pure positive source energy in human form. That's who I am. Okay. Well, yeah, that's her answer, folks. That's her answer. She's my mom, and I love her to death. Now, what is your greatest professional accomplishment? Come on, mom. You've had a lot of different jobs growing up. I remember you used to run your own thrift store. You would, um, what else? Pet store. My mom's a, you know, a great entrepreneur. She's had a lot of different adventures. Or ventures, no matter what, uh, where you want. Now, of course, growing up with my mom is an adventure. But no, you could, I mean, you've had some good entrepreneur moments. You know, it's funny. Because I was having a conversation with one of my grandchildren. And she asked me the same question. And I started to tell her all the things that I did. And her eyes got really, really big. And she said, oh, Grandma, you're just like Barbie. And wow. I laughed. Hey, Barbie's pretty successful. Barbie has had many, many jobs. And I have had many, many, many jobs. And I have been successful at many, many jobs. And I have letters of recommendation, stacks of them. Um, got to be specific. Because I found out, I found out a long time ago that when you go into a job interview, you have to sell yourself. So I'm not very good at that. So I started young, having people write me letters of recommendation, so that I didn't have to go into an interview and sell myself. I could just hand them the letters, and. They could decide for themselves whether they wanted to hire me or not. Um, but I do have one job that I held above all the other jobs. And I was successful at pretty much anything I did. But the one job that I loved and still look back to this day fondly on was when I was hired to be a, a library assistant at a middle school. I loved that job. 
I loved being with those kids every single day. And it was the most rewarding, unbelievably rewarding job I ever had. Unfortunately, it did not pay enough to live on. And I kept that job as long as I could. I went through my whole savings, and it wasn't until I had exhausted my whole savings. And actually, I kept the job and took a night job to make up the difference um, of what I needed to live. That was by far the most absolute greatest job I ever had. And what was funny about that job is I left that school with letters from every single student in the entire school. Letters, cards. Every teacher had, had brought me a stack of cards from their class. And every one of those cards was a card of appreciation. Out of all the letters of recommendation that I have, and I have plenty, principal at that school gave me the most amazing letter of recommendation that I could ever, ever could have imagined. In fact, when I first read it, I thought, when I first started reading the letter of recommendation, I thought that she had given me the wrong one, that that one belonged to somebody else. And I look back on that whole experience, and it was just a cooperation, a harmony of, of desire. Everybody wanted the best for the children. The children wanted a nice environment in the library. It was just a cooperative component Everyone was just a cooperative component to creating this wonderful, engaging, happy place for children to come. And I, nobody know, if anybody knows me, they know my one thing is the happiness of children. What? The freedom of children. I think that's an amazing accomplishment, but I don't think it's a professional accomplishment. I was shamelessly trying to get you to promote and plug your uh, your life coaching business, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Yeah, I think you're 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 really connecting with my audience because a lot of my audience they feel unappreciated because they do they they put in so much time and so much effort in the work they do and they don't even get a simple thank you or I love you, you know. And trust me, my mom has done a lot of things for a lot of different people. Without ever even getting an ounce of gratitude. But I'm trying to change that. I really am. But I'm not going to let you off the hook, Mom. You're going to have to talk about okay. your life coaching business. Well, tell, tell the audience all about your life coaching business. <coughs> you know, I'm a life coach. Oh, you can't say you know. It's one of my top ten words I got written on the board. You can't say you know. <laughs> okay. I know. That I'm a life coach. And I know well, that... What is a life coach? A life coach is someone who asks 
questions so that other people can hear the answer come out of their own mouth. It's someone who stands in firm belief that you hold all the answers to your life inside of you. And when that and when you hear yourself speak those answers, you know that they are true. So it's a lot like a podcast. It is. You know, that's one of the things I love about podcasting is because, you know, well, I said, you know, oh, oh, my kid, the dollar. What I think about podcasting is it's more of a closeness, honest way you get to tell people how you feel or you're not feeling. Where life coaching, okay. life coaching, it's, it's a little confusing to people. I know, because it sounds, trust me, it, it doesn't, once you start living it, trust me, people, if I hadn't listened to audiobooks from um, T. Har Ecker, Dale Carnegie, I wouldn't believe any of this stuff, trust me, but take what my mom's saying as the truth. Go ahead, mom. So, Ryan, you brought up an interesting point, and I want to just touch on that for a moment. You brought up the way people feel. And I want to just expand on that. Whoa, 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 wait, saying, wait, wait, Mom. This is all about you. Okay? Here at the Escavelio Show, everything starts with I. Okay? We can't... People are here to absorb the information, but this is your 30 minutes. This is your spotlight. This is your moment. If that truly is, if that, if what you're saying is true, it's truly my moment, then allow me to say what I want to say. Well, of course it is my show, but <laughs> go ahead, mom. We love you. Okay. I am who I am and I allow others to be who they are. When I say that, I feel good. When I repeat it over and over and over again, I am who I am, and I allow others to be who they are. It makes me feel good. And the way that I feel is everything. If I look out into the world, and I see something that I do not like, and I say to myself, that's bad. That's terrible. That's sad. That's this. That's that. And I become sad as well. When I look out into the world and I see something that I do not like, and I say, I am who I am, and I allow others to be who they are, and I say it over and over and over again, I feel good. I'm glad you said that, because it segues into our last, you know, where my audience, we know a lot of veterans. Of course, this is not a veteran show, but we do love our veterans and things like that. And my mom has two sons, including, wait, just me and my brother, where, you know, keep in mind what she just said. Now, 15 years ago, I went off to war. Then my brother went off to war. So keep in mind, this is an evolution 
of my mom. She has been through the ringer. So, you know, with all kinds of emotions. So, try to understand where she's coming from. Go ahead, Mom. I sit here and I say, I am who I am. And I allow others to be who they are. Because I've come to that. I've evolved to that. There was a time when my son came to me and he said, I'm joining the military. Two. I was two. <laughs> yes, two sons. I was outraged. And I did not want my sons to join the military. And I did not agree with fighting and war. But the voice within me said, you have to allow them to live their life. You gave them life so that they may live it their way. Not your way, but their way. And when you hear something from the inside, you know that it's true. And so, my sons went into the military and I allowed them to live the life that God gave them. Their way. And through everything, every negative and every positive, it was like a bouncing off. It was like when something negative happened, it actually wasn't negative because it moved them into what they were wanting. And it created something new in them, something better to strive for. When a man is hungry, he wants food. And then he gets food. Of course. When a man wants a job, and he wants that job more than he wants to focus on not having a job, he gets a job. So everything that we see as negative is really just the jumping off point, the beginning of something great. Okay, I remember history a little bit different than you do. <laughs> well, this is a family show. We're going to keep everything G-rated. Trust me, my mom had some choice words when I came back. Trust me. You know, she has been through an awesome evolution, and I, I do salute her for that. But where you know things change is growth. I think my mom touched on it. We're, we're all growing. And, of course, I'm growing as an interviewer, podcaster. Where the important thing is you grow. Go ahead, Mom. You know, th this is life in a nutshell. A man will live, in, live and design his life around what he values most. And he will learn one thing, and only one thing throughout his entire life, and that is who he is. And he will be in a constant state of changing, of evolving. And constantly learning who he is and what his power is and where his power comes from. Go over and check out audible.com. There's a link on the website. Some of my favorite books are on audiobooks. Take a listen. Audible.com. You get two free books. There's a, go check it out on the website. Enjoy that link. Now back to the show. And we all get that. 
where things get little, I think stress in life gets in the way of where we don't think we're valued for anything, including living. We find something that just grabs us. And we're not talking about people, you know, your wife or or your second wife or third wife, whatever it is. We're talking about something of value. It's not because you're giving it. It's because it's talking to you. Maybe not in so many words. Because I remember growing up, my mom would say, find something you're passionate about. And honestly, I have never, I have a totally different philosophy on work. But this isn't about me. Work is work, but not podcasting. I'm having lots of fun doing podcasting. Do you remember that, Mom? I remember what? Where I couldn't find a job. I mean, really enjoy a job. Yes. Do I remember what you, when you did what you thought you were supposed to do and ignored what you knew you were supposed to do? Again, again, the premises get to the underlying. (laughs) And this is, I'm sure this is a conversation that many people have with their parents. Trust me. I don't know if it's a generational thing that we just love about our parents and their generation before us and their generation and their generation. I think we're speaking the same language, though. We are. And it's just our perceptions, everything that we are, stem from all the experiences, the accumulation of all the experiences that that we've had, our perception of life, our perception of ourselves, our perception of everyone around us. And that's why every story is different. And every perception is different. There are no two people who see anything exactly the same. Because we see it through the lens, through the eyes of our experience. And we connect it to that experience. I think what my mom is trying to say, you got to put one foot in front of the other and hope for the best. But know that you're you're in good hands. I think what I'm trying to say is, and it's funny because I just had an experience with one of my children and I stood in front of them as they were trying to tell me all these things and I said, no, I think that you have forgotten who you are. And yes, I hold you to that standard. I hold you to the standard of knowing who you are. And if you do not know who you are, I will not budge. I will not budge from knowing who you are. I will not budge from knowing your greatness. I will not move down to where you are. I am going to stand firm knowing that you can do whatever you want to. I will stand firm knowing your greatness and I will not budge and I will not be budged by any circumstance not by any words not by anything that my eyes see my ears hear or my hands touch I will not budge from knowing your greatness and from that I know that you will rise she's probably talking about my brother (laughs) because here at the Escavelio show we love everybody and we want everybody to succeed. Trust me. Now we're running out of time, Mom. Okay. The last two questions, and I do love this because this is this is great for me. You know, where you have to be honest. I mean, 
that's a part of th- when you're dealing with people. People aren't honest. They just tell you what you want to hear. I'm telling you. Woo. Trust me. Last right. two questions. Last two you questions. You know me better than that. I know, but the audience doesn't know you better than that. Because remember, there's me, you, and the audience. So podcasting is that third person or the seventy-third person. But get, we're running out of time, though. Fourth question: What is your ideal vacation, and when are you going? It is Italy, and I am going on the twenty-eighth of this month. Okay, I had to tell my mom about the sound quality. When you yell, it doesn't come. That's why we're talking normal in a microphone. But she's going to Italy, folks, at the end of the month. Self-explanatory. You got to be good to yourself. Go on vacation. Please, go on two vacations. Last question. Yes. If you had to tell one thing to 70 people, what would you tell them? I'd tell them, take a chill pill. Enjoy your life. See the best in yourself and in other people. Let everyone off the hook, including yourself, and go have fun. Be happy. All is well. Oh, I can't. There's nothing left to, to other than say thank you, Mom. Where you launched. Well, actually, I launched it last week. But you launched it this week. Escobelio Nation. I'm telling you, it only gets better from here. I thank everybody for listening to my mom, Lori Esquivel. Do you have a website, mom? Yes, I do. Tell the entire audience what your website is. It is gethappynowlc.com. Gethappynowlc. I thought it was, oh, Life Coach. That's right. And if you are not a believer in life coach, believe. I'm telling you. If you don't believe in anything's out there, well, I can't tell you what to believe, but there is something out there. I can't explain it, but trust me, there's something out there. Thank you, Mom, for spending how much time? 35 minutes. Woo! Now you feel now you know what my childhood felt like. <laughs> I'm not done. I don't I want to say something. Oh, please go ahead. We got all the time in the world. I want to say thank you to my amazing, beautiful son. I think she's talking about my brother. I'm talking about my firstborn child. Oh, now she's really talking about my brother. (laughs) Day he was born has brought me nothing but joy and happiness. I love you, and I am so proud of you. And I know that who you are, and I am honored to be your mother. And our first guest here at the Escavillio Show, episode number five. All I can say is... And thanks for, thanks for having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you. Call your grandkids. I'm telling you. They, they love you. They love you. Good. But that's all the time we have. Thank you, Mom. I really appreciate it. And it's in the books. Trust me, I'll send you a special copy of this episode. I'd like to thank this week's very special guest for joining us. Thank you. Hope everything goes well this week. Hope everything goes well for you this week. Remember three things. Be good to yourself. Love yourself. And after you get done loving yourself, go over and check out the website, ryanmichaelescavel.com. Have a great week.